The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Historically, the stereotype of younger voters is that they're apathetic, disinterested, or disengaged with voting and don't show up at the polls. But as Ian Stewart with VPM News reports, a University of Virginia professor says that's not the case. Dr. John Holbein, a professor of public policy at the University of Virginia, says more young people voted in 2020 than in previous elections. And in 2022, about 90 percent of voters ages 18 to 29 say they'll cast a ballot in the midterm elections. Holbein, who was part of a panel of scholars speaking to reporters Tuesday about their research, says reality doesn't match the stereotype. So it's less about a problem about voter apathy. They say that they want to vote. They say they plan to vote. They say they care about the issues that are on the ballot, but they just don't follow through. Young people say the process to register is archaic, complex, costly, and time-consuming, according to Holbein. To make the process easier, he says online registration could become standard, and schools can improve their civics classes, maybe provide a sample voting booth in the classroom. Allowing young people to practice with it, see what it will be like when they're going to cast the ballot. In less than three weeks, Holbein will have a chance to see if those young voters follow through. Ian Stewart, VPM News. A nonpartisan commission is recommending a single state agency oversee gambling in Virginia. A new report says the Virginia Lottery could best serve as the Commonwealth Central Gaming Agency, according to the Virginia Mercury. The commission also studied whether casinos in both Petersburg and Richmond would be financially feasible. It found that one or both were viable, though having two cities host casinos would affect the profits of each. Richmond voters nixed a proposed casino last year, and in August, another casino referendum was removed from the upcoming November ballot. Democratic State Senator Janet Howe, who chairs the nonpartisan commission, said the idea of having two casinos would be, quote, a major issue in the upcoming legislative session. The organizers of a planned forum on Friday between Representative Abigail Spanberger and Republican Yesley Vega say the event won't happen. That means the two candidates in one of Virginia's tightest congressional races won't appear on the same stage. At a rally on Monday in Fredericksburg, Vega claimed Spanberger was afraid to meet her face-to-face. Vega also claimed the media was trying to undermine her campaign. But guess what? What's been predestined for us in heaven, no man or liberal can take from us! On Twitter, Spanberger said Vega was, quote, lying about what happened. The Democrat said Vega tried to undermine the debate by installing a conservative talk show host as a moderator. Last month, Vega backed out of a separate debate with Spanberger that was set to be hosted by the University of Mary Washington. Richmond Public Schools has updated its COVID-19 protocols. Under the new guidance, masks are now optional for students and staff, both indoors and outdoors. If the school system returns to a high community transition level for two weeks, the mask requirement will be reinstated. 
RPS will continue its mitigation strategies, including a five-day isolation period for active COVID infections and masking on days 6 through 10 when returning to the classroom. A New York Times investigation found Richmond Community, a historically black hospital on Richmond's east end, is woefully under-resourced. Ben Pavier with VPM News spoke recently to Cassandra Newby-Alexander, a professor of Virginia black history at Norfolk State University, about the hospital's rich history and contributions. So Richmond Community Hospital was started by uh, Sarah Garland Jones, a black physician. Can you tell me a little bit more about Jones and why she set up this hospital? Well, you know, it was actually a, a group of black physicians and nurses who came together to form a hospital uh, committee that incorporated itself so that they could start a hospital. And Sarah Garland Jones was the only African-American woman, uh, actually the first licensed to practice medicine in Virginia, and was the only woman in Virginia licensed to practice when all of this occurred. And she called all of the people, all of the physicians and some of the nurses together um, in 1902 and said, we, and they, she called them all to her office and she said, we need to start a hospital. But all the hospitals that were created by whites were exclusively for whites. Uh, once you started to see the birth of these black hospitals, which um, numbered, I believe, over 150 in the country at one point, um, that's when they became competitors with white hospitals. And so you would start to see a lot of white hospitals relegate black patients to wards in the attic, in the basement. Uh, and so these black hospitals were a very humane and respectable alternative to the very discriminatory way that African-Americans were treated in the majority hospitals. How did black doctors help the hospital survive? How did they band together? How did the community help the hospital survive over the years? So the one thing about um, black doctors is they were um, independent operators. They owned their own businesses. They had their own private practices. And so they generated their own wealth um, and they were not dependent at all on anyone in the white community. Um, and so the wealth that they generated, they put back into the black community. You know, from about 1900 through the 1940s, you would see the evolution of all of these 150 hospitals uh, beginning as the doctors pool their resources together, beginning to purchase piece by piece by piece the equipment necessary. Of course, you're still talking about a period in which African-American resources were really being snatched from them. Uh, by society, especially city and state officials. You mentioned that there were more than 150 uh, black hospitals at one point. And I think in your paper, you mentioned just two survived. Richmond Community was one of them and actually thrived in the 80s at different points. So I wonder if you can speak a little bit about that. How did it make it? And, and what were the obstacles even at that point for, for Richmond Community? Uh, Richmond Community Hospital survived because the doctors who owned the hospital actually decided to sell a portion of their hospital to Bon Secours. And initially, they were able to really um, thrive. But over a period of 20 years, it became a real problem. They weren't putting as many resources into it and modernizing it and updating it and making sure that 
you know, it was shining and sparkling. Uh, instead, it was more, it became more of a reflection of the lower income community that surrounded it. That was VPM News reporter Ben Pavier speaking with Cassandra Newby-Alexander, a professor of Virginia Black History at Norfolk State University. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go. There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. But on Wildcard, we have ripped up the typical script. It's a new podcast from NPR where I invite actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to talk about some of life's biggest questions. Listen to Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR.